I've invited uh, for our sermon time today for both uh, Pastor Glenn and Pastor Edith to share a bit of their own story. Uh, this is what I said to them anyway. Uh, you could, uh, I would love to hear, and I, I think everybody would, kind of how you ended up becoming a pastor, uh, how your congregation has been developed, maybe the historical connections of that. But I also said, you can say whatever you want. So uh, we will hear first from my uh, friend and my brother, Pastor Glenn. Let's welcome him to the pulpit. All right. You know what a unique situation it is to, to have um, a Lutheran congregation and, and, uh, and an interdenominational congregation, you know, comes together on the day of Pentecost. You know what happens? People start to dance. <laughs> and people start to do um, backflips and so many different things. But one thing that is good is that it all points out us to our Heavenly Father. And I'm grateful this morning to be here with members of the House of Prayer Evangelical Ministries this morning. We call it hope. And that is the one thing that we hold on to, our blessed hope. So Pastor Chad said, you have five minutes. So I said, yes, indeed, I'm going to take my stopwatch with me. And I'm going to try to fit everything I can in, in, in five minutes. So um, members, of, members of our church, House of Prayer Ministry, Hope Church, those of you who are here this morning, please stand and let's recognize you shortly. Thank you. Thank you. You may have your seat. And it's a wonderful thing to have that, I mean, that number of attendance at 930 on, in the morning. And usually when in our Liberian community, when you say 930, expect an 1130 service. And so we were able to make it here this morning just in time. But um, just going back to, I actually asked um, the praise group, I said, can you please do that song? I am no longer a slave to fear. I am a child of God. That song has some profound, I mean, meaning in it for me as a Christian, as I walk the Christian walk. And also, as I was looking at that song, I also look at the passage that was read by Pastor Natalia from Acts. And when you read that passage and read it all the way to the end, it talks about how the believers being together grew them in number. And they have a mixture of everything here. Pastor Chad said, can you just talk about how you came in? Everything has to do with what we, what, what I'm about to say. So that song, I'm no longer a slave to fear. When you listen to the wordings of the song, the one thing that the devil want, want us, wants us to submit to is fear. And once we submit to fear, he's overcome us. I didn't think that I will be standing before God's people to preach his word one day. Because within myself, I was fearful that I would fail. Within myself, I was fearful that I would not meet the calling of God. But yet, when you surrender to the will of God, he kicks fear out of the window. 
And so fear goes running out of the door. And so when you know when you no longer submit to fear, what God does is He takes you and He molds you. So I didn't think that I would be a pastor. All I wanted to be was work maybe in the corporate world and work out there and just do everything. Then the church said, "Guess what? No." So I was not even the first pastor of Hope. So when Hope started, there was a pastor. And so that pastor was pastoring, and they said, Pastor Glenn, you gotta, you gotta, even though you want to, to do accounting and finance and stuff, but you also have a theology degree, so be our assistant pastor. And I said, no. And they said, yes. <laughs> and Pastor Alex's father who died, he was pastoring a church in Texas. And when Pastor Alex left for Texas, he said, Pastor Glenn, now I'm leaving the church in your hands. I'm like, I didn't sign up for this. But God was calling me into it. And through the times, we have grown together as a community. You see, in the book of Acts, it talks about at the time in Jerusalem, there were people of many nationalities, people of many backgrounds. You think about the Twin Cities today. Those of you who've lived in the Twin Cities all your life, Think about what the Twin Cities were were 50 years ago and think about what it is today. Today, you have a real diverse background of people and what a unique opportunity it is when we can all come together and share our faith, our cultural background that brings us all together because of the blood of Jesus Christ. And that's unique. And so as we celebrate this Pentecost Day, I say just go crazy. But just, but just let it all point to God and to Jesus. Because that is what we are called to. We are called and we are saved by his blood. The scripture says he saved us by the blood of the lamb and by the words of our testimonies. And so as we celebrate this day, I'm just about 30, 30 seconds shy of my five minutes. I told you I'm going to stay on time. As we celebrate this day, as we celebrate this day of Pentecost, I want to admonish you that there is nothing... There is nothing God cannot do. He said, I am the Lord. Jehovah is my name. I will never share my glory with any man. Don't let the devil take away your, your, your joy because you are no longer a slave to fear. You are a child of God. God bless you. Thank you, Pastor Glenn, for that good word. And uh, because you were so punctual, Pastor Edith, you can be free. Now, (laughs) Pastor Edith uh, is going to share with us this morning. And uh, I'm so thrilled that uh, her community is worshiping with us. Just such lovely people, such a warm and gracious person uh, that we are so thrilled to have her with us. She, uh, Pastor Edith, was in my office this week, and I said, as I said to Pastor Glenn, this, we would love to hear a bit about you, about your own story, your own journey to becoming a pastor, maybe a bit about your worshiping congregation, and I could tell she was a bit reserved, and I, and she said, well, Pastor Chad, maybe I'll tell you my story, then you tell, tell me if it's okay to share that story. So she did, and I was so moved 
just to get a glimpse and to learn uh, of, of what uh, Pastor Edith has overcome to be where she is. So you just relax. You're welcome. And let's welcome Pastor Edith to the public. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Good morning. Today I expect a beautiful day. And I know I want to be a beautiful day. And Friday I wake up in the morning, 4 o'clock in the morning, to pray and tell the Lord. I love wake up in the morning all the time, probably 4, 3 o'clock in the morning and pray. And uh, feel the Holy Spirit. And let me tell you something. My English is not really good, so I want to tell Miriam that she can come and help me when I need a little help, okay? Because I really like the you guys. Come on, Mika. Let me tell you something. The first time that I feel the Holy Spirit, I don't know who it is. And I don't know what's happening and, 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 and what is wrong. And I don't know what's going on when I'm there. The first time that I feel it, do it in, uh, in Los Cabos. In Cabos, Mexico. Mexico. And you know what, what I do it over there? Prostitution. This is what I do in the Cabos, in Tijuana, in Mexico. But not, don't think about it that these ladies, they go in the street. No, 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 no. Finucci's. You know, with the, with the powerful people, politic people, with the narcotraficantes. ¿Cómo se dicen narcotraficantes? Uh, drug dealers. Yep. Now, the big ones. All the time I'm looking for the big bus. I don't like the pichurris. I like the big bus. When I feel the Holy Spirit, I never, all the time I be a strong woman. Yo no me quebraba por nada. I did not break for anything. Siempre he sido una mujer muy fuerte. I have always been a strong woman. When I feel the Holy Spirit, in this room, yo caí. I felt the Holy Spirit in this room, I fell. Y empecé a llorar. Y no podía parar. Y yo no sabía qué estaba pasando. Sentía algo en mi corazón. Pero al mismo tiempo, sentía que algo me abrazaba. Yo no era cristiana. Yo no era cristiana. Yo decía esto. Ahorita voy y la paso bien. Luego voy y me confieso. En Sunday. Y en estar again. Pero no eran los planes de Dios. Dios tenía otros planes para mí. Yo no pude parar. Me paré. Agarré mi maleta. Me fui. Sin ni un cinco. Aunque usted no lo crea. Sin ni un cinco. Había algo en mí que yo no entendía. Yo no podía parar. Yo sentía que volaba. Y eso era el Espíritu Santo. Cuando yo llego a Hermosillo, yo le cuento a mi tía. Y ella se había convertido al cristianismo. 
becoming a Christian. Y ella era una de las tías que más me quería. And she was one of the aunts that loved me. Y ella me decía. And she would tell me. She know what I do. I know what you mean. And I pray for you. I was praying for you. Yo estaba orando por ti. Algo que entendí en ese momento. Something that I understood at that time. Para ti, papá. For you, fathers. Que cuando Tú no puedes estar todo el tiempo con tus hijos. Children, pero sí puedes mandarle al Espíritu Santo. En ese momento que yo sentí el Espíritu Santo, me fui. Spirit, Ella me llevó a una iglesia cristiana. Y cuando yo entré ahí y empezaron a cantar. Singing, I feel the same. I felt the same thing. Y yo volví a caer. Y no me dio vergüenza. No podía explicar lo que pasaba. Pero nadie me podía decir. Es algo increíble. Oí la voz de Dios. La primera vez que caí. Y la voz me dice. Edith. ¿Qué es de tu vida? Y yo. ¿Qué? Y otra vez la voz. Fue la primera vez que yo sentí el Espíritu de Dios. Cuando yo me convertí a Cristo y me vine a Cristo, yo me vine para acá, a los Estados Unidos, a Minnesota. Yo no me vine a una nueva oportunidad. I don't come for a job. I don't need a money. Yo estaba muy bien. Yo me vine escondiéndome. Tenía ya que salir de todo eso. Dos años después de estar aquí, me seguían buscando. Porque cuando uno está en ese ambiente, eso te jala y te mete cada vez más profundo. Más profundo. Empecé a trabajar en un restaurante. All country buffet. I remember really good. And my first check. My first check. It is a four hundred and sixty-seven dollars and nineteen cents. And the devil told me. This is why you spend in one pair of shoes. You can come back. Pero yo seguía sin entender lo que estaba pasando. Me vine para acá. Me bauticé. Solo mi prima sabía lo que pasaba. Nadie más sabía lo que pasaba. Me bauticé. Y seguí. Eh, conocí a, a, a mi esposo. I met my husband. En un country buffet. At all country buffet. I remember. Me casé con él. I got married to him. Fui a dos iglesias diferentes. I went to two different churches. Una en, eh, en Chasca. Because I don't know there is a Spanish church right here, around here. And 
Then other one, when I know there is another church right here, I move to here because it's only five minutes from my house and I start to go, but I never say nothing. Four years later, the Holy Spirit called me again and say, uh, you need to tell your husband who you are. And I say, uh, he don't know nothing. I married with him and he don't know nothing. He don't know who I am. He don't know what I do it. He don't know nothing about me. Y traía una, un gran libro. And I had a big book. And I say, oh. and I go back to the pastor. And the pastor told me, and I tell the pastor what's going on. And he say, oh, that's okay. He don't need to know. And I feel, oh, he's, he worked for you. So I'm okay. I'll listen to him. Next night, the Holy Spirit again. For two, three, four weeks, one month. And I go with a different pastor. Maybe this one is wrong. And I go with a different. And another pastor told me the same. He don't need to know. I think, oh, you see? And another one, and another one, and another one. Six pastors, I tell, what's going on? They say, need to know and one night God the Holy Spirit told me you need to tell your husband who you are because I need to use you and he need to know who you are and I say are you sure I'm so scared and I tell my husband I say okay everything is in control you need you need to get everything in control and when my husband come for the job And I say, I need to talk to you. First, I don't want to be a pastor. I think that he told me to tell my husband because I need to tell my husband, right? But I never say, I want to use you and you want to be a pastor. And I say, ah, this is not my role. I don't think so. And I tell my husband and he's in shock for three days. This is a really Bad life. Mucho money. Mucho power. Is why all the time I look for the more powerful guy. Mucho money, mucho power. But I don't know the the more powerful looking for me and is God. I'm looking for the power for men, but he, the power for, looking for me. And when I tell my husband, three days later, because he don't talk to me, and he told me, you never need to tell me what's going on. I don't need to know what's going on. And I tell him, I don't want to like tell you, but God told me to tell you, because he told me that he want to use me. I don't know what I want to do, but this is why he told me. Then other pastors and then other churches, nobody know nothing. Everything know when God told me to tell my husband. My story come in a magazine, in a Spanish magazine. And I'm here for eight years in Ministerio Jesus Fiel Amigo, serving the Lord. And three years before the ministerio, 
pastor in another church. I love serve the Lord. I don't know your life, and I don't know uh, nothing about you, but sometimes it's something that you don't want to tell nobody because you don't feel comfortable that the people know what you're doing. But let me tell you something. Devil is so smart. He used you and let you feel bad. When I tell my husband, and I want use the pulpit to tell the people who I am now in Jesus Christ and what I do in my past, I feel free. Nobody can come and tell me what I do wrong before. Nobody can come and tell me the devil. And nobody can come to tell me you are the bad woman. Because now I de- I'm the daughter. You're the son, man. But I'm the daughter too. And he loved me. And he loved you. It's not a really good. And I say, me voy a avergonzar. Voy a avergonzar a mi esposo. Voy a avergonzar a mis hijos. Mis hijos no sabían nada. Ahora, es un orgullo para mí decirte de dónde me sacó Dios. ¿Sabes por qué? Primera de Corintios, versículo del 27 en adelante. en adelante. Dice que por lo vil, por lo despreciado, for the bad people, for the people that nobody love it, for the people que todo mundo critica, por la peor, por la que nada en el pecado, por la peor gente, por esa gente, vino Dios. Vino por mí. Y vino por ti también. Él no hizo diferencia. Él nunca ha hecho diferencia. Él te ama a ti de la misma manera, de la misma fuerza que me ama a mí. Desde entonces empecé. Me preparé. Y me sigo preparando. Me gusta mucho estudiar. Me gusta conocer del Señor. Me amo estar en su presencia. No me gusta salirme de ella. Sigo siendo bravita. Yeah, Now, when I need to fight, now I know. I know where I need to fight and with whom. Now I know. Now with the people. Now, Ministerio Cristiano started eight years ago. Uh, trabajamos muy fuerte. We're working hard. Y logramos and we have accomplished. Llegar a 200 personas. 
to meet 200 people. Ah, uh, no teníamos lugar. We didn't have a place. Nos estuvimos moviendo muchas veces. So many times. Y mucha gente se fue. And a lot of people left. You guys opened the doors. I live in here in Brooklyn Park, eight men, seven minutes from here. And all the time when I come this Wendy's, I say, oh, this is good church. <sighs> For three years, this is good church. No, I don't think so, this guy went. This is good church. When I pray the Lord, I tell, Father, I really love and I really like they have a church that not only open the doors, the people open your heart. Because our brothers and sisters, you like it or not, our brothers and sisters, that's a matter of the color, that's a matter of the language, you like it or not, our brothers and sisters. And I really love that you guys open your heart for us. Póngase de pie, por favor, la iglesia, Jesús, fiel amigo. Now it's uh, sometimes 40, sometimes 50, sometimes 60, but right here is a new start for us, Pastor. It's a new start, and I feel so happy, and I feel great. And thank you for uh, giving me the opportunity, the work, and stay here with you guys. Thank you so much. I don't know you, but I expect a lot for the Lord because it's a promise, and I expect a lot. He have a really better plans than you and me. God bless you, and have a blessing day. Thank you, Pastor Edith. Uh, to moving, powerful story of redemption and renewal and forgiveness. And uh, Pastor Glenn, uh, really amazing. And the communities that you represent, I wish we had time to hear from each of you. I know that there are such stories, and some of them are so difficult, that... Uh, have brought you from where you started to where you are. So this Pentecost Sunday, we just says we all can feel the presence of the Holy Spirit. We just give thanks to God that we are, in fact, uh, brothers and sisters in Christ. I bring greetings from Bishop Frederick Show, a friend of the congregation who's been here with us, uh, about to receive us. Uh, I leave with a few others here this afternoon and in a quick 20 hours will be in Tanzania. Uh, so uh, Bishop Show and the six and a half million Lutheran Christians that he represents share their love and their greetings with us this morning on this Pentecost Sunday, even as they prepare to welcome us there. Uh, you know, we sometimes lament the fact that we aren't in the worship hour and for us, it is an hour. For the Liberians, it sometimes goes on. For the Spanish church, sometimes goes on. We sometimes lament that we don't see uh, us all together in one worship space. But I tell you, on days like this, we are reminded that God calls us together. And we have different ways and styles. But you can see it. You can feel it that we are brothers and sisters. I honestly 
couldn't do it. I couldn't worship with the Liberians. When they crank it up over there after we are done, we, if we have a meeting, we have to go to some far corner of the building because, man, they really go at it and they go for a long time. I'm positive it's the same with uh, the, the faithful friends of Jesus Christian ministry. Uh, every once in a while, but, uh, and you would be bored to death with us over here half the time. So that does not mean that we don't love you because we do or see you as brothers and sisters in Christ because you know we do. Uh, so for that on this Pentecost Sunday, we are all grateful, just grateful. And the word goes out from here that there is nothing that you cannot come back from by the grace of God and the call of the Holy Spirit. Uh, we will we will be welcomed in that same spirit when we get to Tanzania, uh, and we've been blessed uh, to be together today. So let's stand. I think so, uh, band's ready to lead us in a song, and then we'll move to the font.